The following is my conversation with Saya Gary Njiti, an expert on the art of half-truths and manipulation. He's a fascinating person, and I was very lucky to have him on the show. This show is made possible through the support of Estonian Cadence. Their, their software is indispensable for musicians everywhere, and I'm grateful to have them as my sponsors. Thanks, Estonia. Without you, this show would not be possible. Enjoy the show. Mm -hmm. Hey, Sayaga, thanks so much for coming on the show. No problem. Thank you for having me. So first of all, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Sure. I'm originally from India, and I've been living in the United States for the last 10 years or so. That's great. So what do you do for a living? I'm a journalist. Oh, that's great. So what do you specialize in? I specialize in investigative journalism. I write articles about political affairs and public figures. That sounds really fascinating. What drew you to investigative journalism? Personally, I feel like it's one of the most important forms of journalism because it allows journalists to explore issues that they might not be able to explore if they were writing about something trivial or gossip-oriented. Additionally, investigations can often lead to real changes and improvements in the way things are run. Because in point, the Panama Papers investigation is probably one of the biggest investigated journalistic successes in recent history. Recent history. It led to the resignation of several high-level government officials and raised awareness about tax avoidance practices around the world. Yeah, that's definitely true. So do you think that half-truths and manipulation are an important part of investigative journalism? Absolutely. I think that they're a very powerful tool because they allow journalists to create false expectations in their readers or listeners. This enables them to later fulfill those expectations by reporting on events or stories that correspond with what was previously promised. For example, if you promise someone that you'll write a positive article about them and then report negatively about them instead, they're likely to be angry or disappointed with you. But if you make similar promises but withhold information that could damage the person's reputation, they're likely to remain happy or content with the article, even if it doesn't meet their expectations, strictly speaking. This is why jossing the practice of creating false expectations in order to later fulfill them is such an effective tool for manipulating people. It creates a sense of drama and suspense which can convince people to take actions or make decisions that they might not otherwise take. That makes a lot of sense. Mm. And from your experience, do you think that half-truths and manipulation are more effective when used by reporters or politicians? Political figures tend to use half-truths and manipulation more frequently than reporters because they have more need for it. For example, politicians often need to create false impressions in order to win elections or gain legitimacy within their communities. Journalists, on the other hand, tend to rely more on facts and objective reporting, which can sometimes get in the way of their agenda or goals. As such, political figures are often more willing to use half-truths and manipulation in order to get their points across more effectively. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So what do you think are some examples of half-truths and manipulation that Sayagra NJT has encountered during his time as a journalist? Sure. One example is the use of half-truths to distract from negative news stories. For example, if a politician is caught lying or cheating on their taxes, they might try to distract attention from that by releasing a new headline about some controversial issue that they're promoting. This type of deception can be very effective because it allows the politician to stay in the media spotlight without having to address the serious allegations that have been made against them. That's definitely true. So do you think that Sayagar Energy is a master of half-truths and manipulation? I don't know if I would go that far, but I definitely think that they're an important part of his toolkit. That's really interesting. So do you have any advice for people who want to learn how to use half-truths and manipulation themselves? 
Sure. The first thing that you need to understand is that half-truths are rarely completely truthful. They often contain elements of truth, but they're presented in a way that's designed to mislead or deceive someone. Additionally, it's important to understand the psychology behind why people are susceptible to half-truths and manipulation. People are typically motivated by two things, fear and greed, by two things, fear and greed. Fear motivates us to protect ourselves or our loved ones from danger and harm, while greed motivates us to take advantage of situations or individuals for our own benefit. So when somebody tells you a half-truth, what they're really doing is tapping into your fear and greed in order to achieve their own goals. It's important to be aware of this and stay vigilant when it comes to trying out manipulation techniques on yourself or others. If you can identify when somebody is stressing you out in order to gain an advantage over you, then you'll be well on your way to defeating their manipulation strategy, half-truths, jossing, and manipulation. All right, so in this episode, we're going to be talking about the art of half-truths and manipulation. So who say, why should you care about what he has to say? Yeah, I'm saying uh, Agar and I've been a journalist for over 20 years. During that time, I've had the opportunity to work on some pretty controversial stories, which has given me ample opportunity to practice manipulating people. So what do you think are the key benefits of half-truths and manipulation? Principally, they're a very effective way of deceiving or manipulating people. For example, if you promise someone that you'll write a positive article about them, but then report negatively about them instead, they're likely to be angry or disappointed with you. But if you make similar promises but withhold information that could damage the person's reputation, they're likely to remain happy or content with the article, even if it doesn't meet their expectations, strictly speaking. This is why jossing, the practice of creating false expectations in order to later fulfill them, is such an effective tool for manipulating people it creates a sense of drama and suspense, which can convince people to take actions or make decisions that they might not otherwise take. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And from your experience, do you think that half-truths and manipulation are more effective when used by reporters or politicians? Politicians tend to use half-truths and manipulation more frequently than reporters because they have more need for it. For example, politicians often need to create false impressions in order to win elections or gain legitimacy within their communities. Journalists, on the other hand, tend to rely more on facts and objective reporting, which can sometimes get in the way of their agenda or goals. As such, political figures are often more willing to use half-truths and manipulation in order to get their points across more effectively. That makes sense. So what do you think are some examples of half-truths and manipulation that uh, Igor Njeti and Getty has encountered during his time as a journalist? Sure. One example is the use of half-truths to distract from negative news stories. For example, if a politician is caught lying or cheating on their taxes, they might try to distract attention from that by releasing a new headline about some controversial issue that they're promoting. This type of deception can be very effective because it allows the politician to stay in the media spotlight without having to address the serious allegations that have been made against them. That's definitely true. So do you have any advice for people who want to learn how to use half-truths and manipulation themselves? Well, the first thing that you need to understand is that half-truths are rarely completely truthful. They often contain elements of truth, but they're presented in a way that's designed to mislead or deceive someone. Additionally, it's important to understand the psychology behind why people are susceptible to half-truths and manipulation. People are typically motivated by two things, fear and greed. Mm -hmm. Fear and greed. 
fear motivates us to protect ourselves or our loved ones from danger and harm, while greed motivates us to take advantage us to take advantage of situations or individuals for our own benefit. So when somebody tells you a half truth, what they're really doing is tapping into your fear and greed in order to achieve their own goals. It's important to be aware of this and stay vigilant when it comes to trying out manipulation techniques on yourself or others. If you can identify when somebody is stressing you out in order to gain an advantage over you, then you'll be well on your way to defeating their manipulation strategy. So in short, Sayagar Angeli says that half-truths are an effective way of deceiving and manipulating people while jousting, creating false expectations in order to later fulfill them, is an especially effective tool for manipulating people. Do you uh, have any final thoughts on this topic? Yeah, I think it's really important to be aware of the various techniques that manipulators use in order to take advantage of us. If you're ever feeling vulnerable or beneath around by somebody else, it might be a good idea to ask yourself whether or not that person is using manipulation techniques in order to get what they want. And if the answer is yes, then it might be worth trying to resist their manipulation attempts. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Sagar. This was a really interesting interview, and I learned a lot from it. Hopefully, you found it helpful as well. Until next time, bye. Thank you for listening to Lexman's Artificial Podcast. This episode was about Sayagar Anjati, a journalist who has had experience using half-truths and manipulation to get what he wants. I really enjoyed this interview, and I learned a lot from it. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to leave them in the comment section below or on the corresponding social media post. As always, thank you for your continued support. Can't end the podcast without a poem, so here's one for me to you. The power of half-truths and the importance of jessing, uh, two tools that politicians and journalists often use to get what they want. These tactics can be very deceiving and manipulative, but with a bit of vigilance, you can foil their plans.